Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, episode number 21. I'm your host, Heather, and today we are discussing my morning and evening routines. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. So we are still in the midst of the coronavirus lockdown. It's mid-April 2020. And we are kind of, we've been in lockdown for a month. So we're all kind of struggling to get used to this as a new normal because we really can't predict what the long-term new normal is going to look like. So a lot of people are struggling to get into any kind of routine where they can't go to the gym, they can't go to their appointments, they can't go out for dinner, they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't. And people are seeing limitations kind of everywhere. So this podcast, which was originally supposed to be something completely different, happened because during a Zoom workshop I was doing, and then with a couple of friends, we were talking about time management stuff. People were asking, what did I put in my morning and evening routine? Because they don't really have one. They're finding, especially now that they're home and there's no commute and there's no real separation in the run of their day. They're kind of like sleeping in bed, working in the living room or maybe the kitchen table or maybe at a home office, moving to the kitchen, watching TV, going to bed. Like there's nothing really to build a routine around. And they're really struggling to have a sense of normalcy and to have a sense of productivity in their day. So I decided I was just going to, my the best thing I know how to do is just share mine because everybody's is going to be a little bit different, but at least maybe this will give you an inspiration for what you can put into a morning routine. So my routine actually the evening ritual to me is more important than the morning ritual. I have always, always believed that the night before sets up the morning and the morning defines the day. So to me, today and today's level of success is dependent entirely on yesterday starting at about 7 p.m. So The way I set up my evening ritual, I am one of those early to bed, early to rise kind of people, but it really doesn't matter when I've decided to go to bed. Um, The very first thing about my evening ritual, which is different right now than normal, because often I am working from home these days where the kids are home and for a while we weren't able to come to the office, um, is setting a work end time. It's a lot easier to clock out when you're physically leaving the building. And while some people are struggling to be productive, more people are struggling to actually turn that off. So set an, a really reasonable end of day time, work your shift and then be done the same as you would do in the office. Take that commute time and do something fun. You don't need to fill every minute with productivity. So I generally start my evening routine about two hours or so after supper. So often mine starts at around 8.30 or so. And this is, I have it actually written down in the minutes that I spend doing it and all of those things because it was a tool that came with my best, uh, my self journal from bestself.co and my self journal, if you know me at all, is kind of my, my go-to for everything. Um, I've been using them for about three years. They have a great morning and evening planner and it's really, really helped to keep me on track, especially right now when the entire world has exploded. 
or turned off depending on who you talk to. So the very first thing in my evening ritual is I choose one small area of my house to keep tidy. So it changes every day. It entirely depends on my mood. I don't actually have a plan for it. Um, Often it's just, you know, sweeping the floor in a place that didn't get done or, you know, tidying up one area of clutter or an area of mail or if, you know, some kitchen dishes are still there. But I like to tidy one area and I have 10 minutes set for that. The next thing I do after that one area is tidied, I review my morning schedule. I know exactly what the first, I'd say five things that I need to get done the next day are. I find when I do that, the rest of the day kind of takes care of itself, but it's that starting out getting going part that can actually be a huge hindrance to me. And once I'm behind already, I find I never catch up in the run of the day. So I review my morning schedule so that it's firm in my head. This is exactly what I need to do. The most important things for me to get done. Everything else will be great, but I need to get these things done. The next thing I do is I choose my clothes for the next day. I also, because I have curly hair that I straighten, um, especially if I'm going to be seeing clients or, well, seeing anybody at all, really, (laughs) I kind of decide on whether I'm taking a shower at night and then straighten my hair in the morning or if I don't have to or whatever. I decide my shower schedule literally based on my hair. So those of you who don't have that issue can skip that part. But pretty much everybody, I would recommend that you choose your clothes the night before. I have friends who choose the entire week ahead of time. And I did that for a little while and it was kind of an exercise in futility because when I woke up in the morning on Tuesday, I didn't actually want to wear the Tuesday clothes. But Monday night, I pretty much know what I'm going to want to wear on Tuesday. And again, it's kind of dependent on what my day is going to bring because I have days where I'm client facing all day and I have days where I will see no other humans. So I choose my clothes based on obviously, you know, check the weather, I check my activities and during that same time, I'll get everything else ready. So while I was able to leave the house, that's when I would pack my gym bag or look at the kids stuff for the next day, see if, make sure they've got their clothes picked out so that their morning is easier. Everything I need to do to literally prep physically for the next day is the next thing I do. So reviewing my morning schedule usually takes about a minute and choosing my clothes and the rest of my stuff usually doesn't take me more than between five and 10 minutes. The very next thing I do is I tidy and set up my bedside table. So I sometimes will have a uh, a teacup still left over or my water bottle isn't full or my self journal isn't beside my table or whatever it is. So I clean up and tidy my bedside table so that when I get into bed, everything that I'm going to need during the night and in the morning is right there for me. The next thing I do is I go into my self journal. So the self journal not only has a planner section, it also has a reflection section. And it's also set up into months, weeks, and days. So in the evening, I will review where I am for the week. Like right now, I'm I'm uh, doing this podcast on a Thursday. So last night I was looking at it going, oh my goodness, I didn't get the podcast I I had intended to get done. So guess what? I've just added to tomorrow's schedule podcast. So I will review my week, see where I am, see where I am with the habits that I'm working on perfecting in the next 12 weeks. 
And I will also look at the next day. I'll plan the next day. So I close off this day and the self journal has a section for what could I have done better? What did I do well? And three things I'm grateful for this evening. So I'll fill that out and I'll check in on my week, make sure that I'm where I'm supposed to be. That only takes me usually about five minutes or so, maybe a little bit less. The next thing I do is I have an app called Stoic and I have a couple of other tracking and spirituality apps and I will check in on those. So I will go in and Stoic has a whole bunch of questions again for you to reflect on your day and your plans and where are you kind of in your life happiness and the spirituality apps are kind of the same thing. I will then look at all of the, you know, I take a kind of a few moments to take a step back, look at the bigger picture, all of that stuff. I complete those apps, close out those days, and then I plug my phone into our ensuite bathroom. The phone does not stay beside my bed. That is very, very important to me because I don't want to grab it and just by, you know, by instinct, by habit, just pick it up and start, you know, scrolling Instagram. So I plug my phone in the bathroom. Then I read a novel for about an hour. So I read morning and night, but I don't read the same things morning and night. I find personal development books and business books and stuff like that get my brain going. And it's really hard to turn my brain off once it starts. But reading a novel, I find I can read a novel for an hour, close it and and go to sleep. This, it has happened that reading that novel has been a bad thing because all of a sudden it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning and I can't put the book down, but that doesn't happen very often. And it just takes a little tiny bit of discipline to close the book and go, okay, remember tomorrow you have to be at your best. So turn it off. So I do read a novel. Sometimes I will watch TV. There's no TV in our bedroom. Um, we also don't have cable, but unfortunately we have both Netflix and Amazon prime and crave. So, um, there's a lot of temptation on there. But if I start, I find if I start a Netflix show, I do not have the self-discipline to turn it off. So I'm much better off reading a novel for about an hour and then I go to sleep. When I wake up in the morning, I naturally wake up sort of on my own between five and six. My alarm goes off at six and then my second alarm goes off at seven when it's time for the kids to be getting up. Even in isolation, they still have to get up at a set time. I know I'm a mean parent. So the very first thing that I do when I wake up is I will read the personal development book that I didn't read the night before, whichever one I happen to be on, I will pick it up and read it while still cuddled in under the blankets, nice and warm. And I haven't had to actually face the day yet. This is kind of what I consider putting on the psychic armor. So I will read personal development for about 45 minutes or so. Again, it can be a little bit shorter depending on if it's something that I want to act on right away, or it can be a little bit longer if it's a lot more theory, but I try to keep it around 45 minutes or so. Then I, well, okay. So this part I'm really spoiled and I know I'm really spoiled, but without having to get out of bed, I have coffee delivered to me (laughs) because my life and business and everything and parenting partner is pretty wonderful. And I'm very, very grateful that I'm 
a little bit spoiled, so I get to stay in bed and coffee is brought to me while I self-journal for the morning. So I will set the morning schedule, review it. Sometimes I do change it based on how I'm feeling, like if it was a plan to be a huge production day and writing and everything else, and I've had a really terrible sleep, or I have a migraine or something like that, I'm going to have to revise my schedule to make it as productive as it can be and not put in things that are just going to frustrate me. But either way, I, again, review what are the top three things I really need, the sort of the first three to five things I need to get done in the morning. Because like I said, I find the rest of the day kind of takes care of itself. So while I'm drinking coffee and self-journaling, then once that is set and I'm good and I have my morning, you know, in my head and I know what I'm going to do, my next step is to meditate and visualize going through the day productively. So I meditate with an app called Headspace or the Stoic app that I mentioned earlier also has a meditation feature. It's not for guided meditations, but I still find it's really good. It has a little bit of background noise that I like. And then I will spend about five minutes visualizing either the goal I'm trying to work towards or just how the day is going to shake out. Then um, I will pick up my phone, which at this point, the only thing I've done is unplugged it and brought it back into the bedroom and I have it there, but I'm not using it. I open it and I will check again, spirituality apps. So I have an app called Spirit Junkie, um, go through the stoic morning setup part where you kind of plan out what is the most important thing for me to do today, all of those things. Then, and only then, do I open up like Apple News. You notice I still haven't checked social media and I still haven't checked my email because they will absolutely derail me. But I will then check the news more now than I used to, because I'm really worried, you know, that there'll be some major thing that happens since the night before when I plug my phone in that I won't be aware of, like another emergency thing, or maybe emergencies are lifted or whatever. So I'll check Apple News for a few minutes. So that's about 10 minutes or so. And then I get up, have a shake for breakfast and I either will take a shower or wash my face or whatever it happens to be would depending on what I had done the night before if I just washed my face and hands the night before then I will take a shower or vice versa and then I get dressed and put my makeup on and I'm ready for the day after that is when I will check my email and my social media not before I give myself almost two hours an hour and a half to two hours in the morning before anybody but me has a claim on my time. I also give myself about an hour and a half at night where no one but me has a claim on my time, with the exception possibly of my family. <laughs> but the, the outside world doesn't get in to mess with my mood, mess with my plan, and mess with my day. After I'm all settled, I will do, you know, what I call a buffer break, or sorry, yeah. I will do a um, buffer block, and that is where I check email, check in on social media, answer messages, and do all of that stuff, and that's about 15 minutes. But that's kind of at the start of my work day. That is not part of my morning routine. That is my separation. So once I am dressed, have my makeup on, and I'm ready to go, that's it. I am now in work mode. I'm in empress mode and not in Heather mode, and it's just time to go. 
So those are my morning and evening rituals. Yours may be very, very different. Um, I didn't put in that I do yoga because I don't every morning. It's only at those times. And when I do, I'll put it in the sort of meditate and visualize area. So before my shower, basically, just in case I get really sweaty. <laughs> but that's sort of planned the night before. And then it's replanned in the morning, depending on how I'm feeling. I tend to work out in the afternoons. It's my preferred time. Right now, it's four when everything's open. It's usually at five. So my my morning and evening routine is much more about mental, the mental fitness, than it is about anything physical. I often do stretch or, you know, things like that, mostly in the shower, I guess. Um, but I do sort of try to move my body a little bit and walk around. But I'm not as focused on the physical in the morning as I am on the mental. I found when I was spending a lot of time focusing on physical preparation, by the time I got the mental side done, I was already kind of like I'd used up my discipline for the day and it didn't work as well for me. For a lot of people, what they need in the morning is that, you know, to go for a run, to go do some yoga, to go do some CrossFit, to go do whatever it is. That's fantastic. Make sure you schedule it and you plan it and you honor your time is the main thing. Do what's going to work for you. I am always the most focused on getting the things done in all seven areas of my life in the run of a day rather than in the run of a morning and an evening. So I get to split things up, but I also have a fairly flexible schedule. So I'm pretty lucky that way. If you are much more limited in your schedule, you may have to get up a little bit earlier in order to complete the things that you really want to get done. But start by deciding what is going to make tomorrow the best in your evening ritual and what is going to make the morning something you enjoy for your morning ritual. The evening ritual doesn't have to be all about fun. You're kind of should be worn out from the day as it is. So it's more about, you know, dialing down and prepping for the next day. The focus of the evening is always on the morning. In the morning, for me, the focus is how do I enter my day in the best possible mindset? That is it for the morning and evening rituals. Up next, uh, in the next episode, we are going to be talking about negative reviews, which is really timely because right about now, a whole bunch of people who've never been online are jumping online um, in order to sort of keep their businesses going. And one of the big reasons they didn't jump online in the first place was because they were afraid of negative reviews. So how do we deal with them? How do we manage them? And especially, how can you turn them into a good thing? So that is the next episode. If you like what you heard about morning and evening routines and rituals, please let us know. Hit subscribe, leave us a review. And if you want to get in touch to see how we can help you, you can find us at hala.agency, H-A-L-A dot agency, and online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass. Thank <laughs> you.